bitter. So anyway, Jerry. Hello. Hi. Mm. Welcome. What you got? Yes. To, what you drinking there? Um. Well, actually, you're going to be happy to find out that I am drinking a concoction that a very good friend got me that I've been meaning to finally try. Oh. For reals. I mean, but... as you can see, as you can see by how much is missing from the bottle, I have tried it. So, the more I try it, the more I like it. It is 99 root beer. And nice. It, and it was given to me by an angel in a uh, box. That's yes. right. That's going to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I'm not drinking it because I'm, you know, I want it to make me feel better about myself. <laughs> hmm. Anyway, so we're trying to something a little different this time. We're doing a, a mini-sode. We are, unfortunately, without Kevin. And we're going to try to do these little episodes sort of in between the main ones to kind of fill the... The huge, the often large time gaps between, you know, the much larger, longer episodes. So our, our first, quarterly episodes. Right. So first of all, let's. I can't stress enough the fact that these are meant to be shorter and focused. Okay. Sure. Which is why I poured myself a huge half a glass of the 99 root beer <laughs> because I'm trying to be focused. Uh, it's going to be as focused as your your background there on Skype there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think at this point you can make out most of the mess behind me. So, what are you drinking, by the way? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just rum and coke tonight. Sorry. What do you mean, just rum and coke? You say that like you're drinking like water, where uh, yeah, it's, well, it's, it's it's still it's still rum. It's you know that's still alcoholic, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. A little bit. I mean, it's not 99. It's it's probably half that. But wait. Oh, I just realized it. Is 99 mean that it's 99 proof? Yes. Oh, oh no, I just. Oh no. Oh yeah, there it is on the back of the box. I don't know why I'm surprised by that. What else could 99 possibly mean? It's not from the year nine. It's not like a you know, ooh, a 20 year old root beer. Mm. 99. That was a good year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Can't wait to try that. Can't wait to try that 98 root beer. Yeah, that was that's a good vintage. Uh. I'm an idiot. Anyway, okay, well, fine. So I'm going to pee blood in the morning. That's that's all right. Go for it. Mm. Okay, so anyway, since we are without Kevin, we're going to hold off on talking about the Snyder Cut, and I have a lot of thoughts and a lot of notes. I also like to mention that as a devoted um, contributor to this podcast, I even went back and rewatched the original one just so that I can compare the two. Yeah, I did that a couple of months ago. Not recently, recently, but I did that probably within two months. Okay, so you're relatively fresh on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, do you do you remember the differences between the two? If I asked you right now, yeah. what were some of the biggest differences? Like, would you be like, oh yeah, dude, it was like this and that and this change uh, and that change, or would you be like, I well, one, one was kind phrasing, of shit and. I think you're you're phrasing that wrong. It really should be, do you remember the similarities between the two? Okay. No, I mean, the the Snyder Cut was a completely different movie. But, but yeah. Yes, yeah, but let's what say that. Yes, 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 yes. It was, it, it, it was, yes, it was definitely different. I, I agree. I think it was, yes, a very different and a much better movie. But anyway, but moving right along. Um, so, once again, I have a few notes that I made. I don't know if you had time to look at them, if there's anything in particular you want to talk about. did not, actually. Uh, I didn't well, check. Okay, well then, let me let me fill you with information. Oh, fill me, baby. Yeah, get ready to learn. 
Okay, so um, actually the very first thing I want to hear is you've recently, I made you, or let's say I highly recommended you watch a movie from a few years ago that I believe you uh, finally got through, and I mm-hmm. understand you, you have some thoughts about it. So why don't you walk us through this, you know, experience that you had that you've been just itching to tell me about because it's a it was a highly recommended film by yours truly yeah so uh your your fountain uh, i i think it was kind of a, a well whoa, 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 whoa. dry what whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, uh uh why did i even ask i knew that was gonna god damn it all right first of all it's the fountain but okay i appreciate the pun did you did you have that prepared did you have that written down like on your screen no, no, I, I, okay. I kind of, you know, I should have. Oh, okay. All right, okay. I'm just, I'm just snappy like that. I'm witty. Okay, so we're talking about the it's my... Darren Aron- the Darren Aronofsky movie, The Fountain, from a, a few years ago, which I thought was brilliant, which got very, very, you know, it's not fair to say it got mixed reviews because it got horrible reviews and it didn't do well, and a lot of people hate that movie. But then there's of course this small group of people. I'm waving right now, who thought it was brilliant. And it did sort of, uh, like a lot of movies, uh, a lot of, actually some of his movies, it did create kind of a cult following. And years later now, people are saying, oh, yeah, actually, it really was one of those, like, possibly ahead of its time movies. While the people that don't like it are still sticking to the, no, it's a pretentious piece of shit that makes no sense. Stop looking, stop calling something art just because it's a fucking mess. So let me hear what you thought. I, I don't hate it. Um, it was and and then you know I, I watched the movie. It was, it was it was decent. It was pretty. Um, you know I, I when it was over I didn't say well that was a dollar forty nine that I wasted on that rental. Um, so, so you know I'm not don't worry I'm not coming uh, after you for that for that buck fifty. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't I, matter. I, You're not getting it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It was like, okay, the the best way for me to describe it is, I felt like it was similar, and in 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 concept and creation, if that makes any sense, to tenant. Oh like, my God! All right, I'm someone I'm to call off. How dare you? How dare you? How fucking dare you? Cool idea, and like, wouldn't this be neat if? And then just like had some cool visualizations and like threw it all together. So like, I mean, I I don't know. Like, and and I I don't. I, I maybe I'm just simple folk, but uh, when shit's like so wildly open to interpretation or like just just use your imagination how this happened, uh, sometimes it, it 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 rubs me the wrong way. Like the fact that okay, this guy's been alive for however many years. I, I don't know, but um. Yeah, you know, and for are you, whatever... sure are you sure you didn't take it too literally? Again, I don't want to be that guy who's just like, wow, I can't believe you just kind of looked at it for what it was. Don't you realize all the metaphors and deep stuff? Did you not get the deepness? 
did you did you did are you like shallow like a fountain the, yeah i am um you know i understand you know the you know like oh my god i like have to like the my death gives this other person life and you know like or or you know gives something else life um and and they were obvious you know do you know trying to ram that one home but i assume that that's the same guy and he's having memories of his life from however you know hundreds or thousands of years ago it was quite obvious that he found the fountain of youth and he said i'm going to stop death and in the end he finds out that in order to you know prolong life he has to die and and um you look confused oh i'm just waiting for you to finish so i can i can rip you to shreds but go ahead no okay go ahead go for it no 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 no, it's always no i'm go ahead the the silly you know then i'm like okay so you're trying to drive home this point that you know you you death good things can come out of death death can be beautiful death can you know one death can impart life somewhere else and and all that other stuff but you know i get hung up on the stuff like okay this guy is traveling through vast you know vast distances in space in a little bubble with like the tree of life that is for some reason dying and you know we know he's a tai chi art master tattoo artist uh, you know like <laughs> you know i i don't uh, it's just a little bit too much of a stretch for me okay so i mean i think it, it's not it's not unfair especially with it was so okay First of all, you are correct. It is a movie that is open to interpretation. Um, so it's you can't say that, and then somebody interprets the, what you know the way they saw it and what they got out of it, and go, "No, you're wrong." Like if you you you, you kind of can't have your cake and eat it too. So if it's open for interpretation, everyone's going to interpret it on their own terms and their own understanding. So I interpreted very differently from the way you did, but I also cheated because it was one of those movies that um, after watching it, I went and read a bunch of stuff. Uh, I looked at other people's interpretations. I watched some videos, what all the different things represented. Some of it, I, I maybe I should have rewatched them again in preparation for this, but um, so I kind of don't remember a good chunk of it. But there was a lot of theories about like, first of all, again, I think I mentioned this before you saw it. It has a lot of, to do with the Kabbalah, which is uh, something Aronofsky is obsessed with. He references it in a number of his movies. Uh, the other thing was that there's a lot of debate whether or not all three versions of him were real. So there is a belief that the only the the one that takes place in our present time is the real version. The other ones are meant to be metaphors. And it's all supposed to be well, there's a couple of messages there. First of all, it's, it's all like if you notice, he fails in all three of them. Supposedly. Right. You don't you don't know. You don't really know what happens in the in the in the future one. That that's definitely the, the one of the most abstract ones, but that's kind of the whole point because that's that's a whole nother level that we don't yet understand. It, he's almost saying kind of like you're not supposed to really know what happened in the third one because your mind can't completely in, uh, interpret it. In the old version, 
that was back when people were looking at things in a much more I, I what to us would be in a much more simplified way oh there's a magical there's a magic tree you you know that's mentioned like in the bible and there's like this uh, uh there's this you know godlike biblical whatever old testament uh interpretation and solution to death which is this tree this magical tree and if you can find this tree you drink from it and you're you know you're you're going to live forever in today's terms uh that has now been replaced by science so now science is trying to find the solution to death and again he fails to do that so then there's like this next level which is you know but does he does he actually fail? I mean, the tests on the monkey were positive. Well, they're, they're first... like, and and then see the the way I felt is <clears throat> the past was just him, just I guess internalizing the the story that his wife wrote. So the the past wasn't really him, and I feel like the future inter you know the future him was the the now him that had just lived that long well, we because don't... he found his his like he effectively the 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 experimentation with the monkey would let you believe that he found the quote unquote fountain of youth um from this tree you know and and his his drive his his um his quest to destroy death kind of killed the tree you know he i assume that he stripped this tree and and was trying to save it and in the end he's like oh in order to save this tree and and you know keep it living i have to sacrifice myself this tree sacrificed itself for me or or you know maybe not willingly but you know now i have to sacrifice myself to to impart life back to the tree well okay but keep in mind there's a couple there's a, a few things first of all the monkey did not represent him finding the cure for death the monkey was he was looking for a cure for his wife's disease when yes. he when he saw the that progress yes right no no but that's the thing when he found when he started when he when the monkey made progress that was towards the condition the cancer that was killing his wife it was after his wife died that he goes that he says um death is a disease and i will find a cure for it so the other approach was that the third version of him was actually the real one so whereas um Oh, it, it's a lot to wrap your mind around because um, you, you could say again, like, okay, so if you're looking at it, you could say the modern version was the mind of a, a woman and her scientific medical husband um, looking for uh, a cure to stave off uh, her death. Right. They, the, 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 the conquistador was supposed to represent sort of this, like, this almost kind of like uh, I don't know how to explain this, this like this mystical version of what he was trying to do uh, in the modern age with science. So it was kind of like a fairy tale telling of what he was actually trying to achieve using actual tools and medicine and science. Um, so that that was just like kind of like the reference point, whereas in the future, you could say, well, that was actually the real him looking back on the previous two attempts and saying okay 
the Bible and the Old Testament and religion, that's bullshit. And science can only do so much, and that failed. Humanity has to go to, you know, achieve a whole new level of enlightenment understanding in order to actually understand life and death where they can overcome it. I, I don't it, it, like there's a lot of like weird, weird layers to it. it again, I kind of feel like you have to sort of pick and decide which version of him is real and base everything off of that. You can't look at it as sort of like it's th- it's him through all three ages. And you also can't say, well, maybe that's him in the future and that's the real him in the present time. And then the the one in the past is fake. I feel like you have to pick one and say that's the real one and the other two are figments of imagination or are there to tell a different part of the story which makes it really interesting because if you were to look at this from the perspective of saying the one the conquistador is the real one and the scientist and the uh you know the astronaut guy are are you know are supposed to be metaphors then that makes the movie a completely different thing and that's what makes it so damn interesting you can almost interpret this movie completely not only can you interpret this movie in different ways you can interpret it in a million more ways if you just go by each section you know what i mean like if you say okay he the conquistador is real so that means this 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 and this could have happened but you know the modern scientist is the uh, the the sorry the modern doctor is the real one then this this and this could have happened and the guy in the future is etc cetera, etc cetera. like this movie just keeps folding and i'm sorry unfolding 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 and the more you sit and think about it and the more you have to drink or the more we do smoke you just keep going. And that's literally what I've been doing since the first like time I've seen this movie. Like I just keep sitting there and thinking about it, which is insane. So, so you're, you're saying two things. A, it's more like inception than tenant because it's folding and folding and folding (laughs) upon itself. And B, the, my theory is the only one that's actually wrong that you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't go off of. What, no, why can't, no, 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 it's not wrong. I, 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 I disagree with it. I'm saying I disagree with it. <laughs> I see it, one of the things that like, one of the reasons why I thought that they were kind of saying like, this is who like the future guy is the modern era guy, like way in the future is was the um the ring tattoo that he had but he doesn't tattoo it in the modern time does oh he does he yes, starts he does. Right? He yes does. he does he starts he you're tattoos right, you're right. it in the mud with the ink that you know she gave him and that's that's when he makes that tattoo yeah but that doesn't mean it's real there's also connection between the modern time and the past time as well okay let me ask you this when he's flying through space in his uh in his bubble right and he has mm-hmm. the tree and he has the tree, right? What's the tree? What like what is the tree? What What do you mean? What is the tree? The tree is the the. I assume the tree of life. The... But, uh, he plants a tree where his wife died, and he talks to the tree the entire time. You're supposed to believe that the tree is actually his what what like the tree that grew out of his like where his wife was buried. So the tree is a that's the thing. So. It adds a piece every time in the in the uh, in the conquistador timeline. It's a tree of uh, knowledge in the no, modern the time. He plants, a tree of life. I'm sorry. In the in the modern time, he plants seed where his wife is buried 
and then in the future he's talking to it like it's a part piece of his like part of his wife don't forget at some point like he breaks like a thing of it and he like drinks from it and like he keeps talking to it like if if it represents his wife so it like i said it kind of adds a piece from the previous two timelines to what it's supposed to represent it it it, it it's both the tree and his wife in the future so there's that layer to it as well that's why when it begins to die he's so emotional about it because it's not just a fucking tree dying it's his it's literally the last thing it's the last it's the last thing that that represents his wife his wife's life force right he's not he's not just trying to cure yeah no i could see that keep in mind and and i guess i didn't think that oh go on no no i was just gonna say keep in mind there's a very important thing here it's not that he's just trying to cure death he's trying to save his her in the past, right. she she's represented by the Queen of Spain. In the in the present time, she's represented by his wife. In the future, it's this tree. And in each one of those timelines, he presumably fails, mm-hmm. or or he fails in the past too and succeeds in the future. You do, like you don't know, but that's the thing. Like the tree is more than like, like it's more than like love, life, you know. But don't you dare compare it to Inception because love is not quantifiable. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, I I guess the reason why uh, I assume wait, I meant, that I meant, was... Uh, I meant Interstellar, sorry. I, can't, I, get, all this, I get all this stupid movies. Yeah, yeah, it's the 99 talking, that's okay. Um, I, I, uh, I guess I is wow, yeah, you're working on that shit fast. Mm. Um, I guess I assume that it was the Tree of Life. I, I think there was something in one of the Conquistador scenes where he touches it and, like, the hairs come up but you know i guess mm, also mm. If, if you think that the the conquistador um scene is is like his imagination that would make sense but there's also a parallel between you're right when he touches it in the in the like the little hairs on her eyes there's a parallel in that movie where he does the same thing to his wife and the hair so, on yeah. her arm sense right so that's what i'm yeah, saying like on her neck trees. yeah yeah uh, on her neck not on her arm yeah yeah. So that's what I mean. So that's so in the future that thing represents yeah. both. That's true. And, or, and she did make a specific point of talking about how uh, like the the first father or whatever his name was like died and the tree grew from him and everything and that's so that's why she wanted to be buried and like under a tree. Exact right, right. So the tree grew from right. So there's also that. So uh, I'm telling you like watch some of the explainers about it. And I'm like, you literally will get chills down your back because you're going to realize things about it and you, that you never thought about it. And it's going to completely change your perspective, perspective See, on this movie. This is why I don't like you. And you now, like, did, like, is any of this, has any of this been explained by Duff Dieski or whoever, like, whatever the, the, the actual writer's oh. name is? Uh, Darren Aronofsky, he's the writer and the director. He yes. he did weigh in on it on, on to some degree. He he did say that some of it is open to interpretation, but he did yes say that again it has to do with the Kabbalah and a few things. He didn't sit down and just say this is what it means, this is what it, that means, this is what it means. He sorted through some ideas in there to kind of help you guide along to come to your own decisions, but or to your own conclusions. But um, see, that's a dick move. And, and like yeah. I like. I remember being in English class, you know, in, 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 in high school and everything and being like, why? Like, yeah, we're, we're interpreting all this shit, but are we just projecting our own thoughts on, on like what this guy like wrote? Maybe he just wanted to write this story for shits and giggles. 
and everything and and like you know like I wonder if, if some of these people are like laughing and or or like I'm just gonna write some crazy ass shit and see what people come up with. I see. I think there's a different approach to these things. I first of all, I totally agree with you. There's a certain level of frustration, but there's also a certain feeling of like ooh, like it's a puzzle to solve or it you know it's something that sort of inspires debate when movies, uh, books, art, whatever it is, um, are left for us to sort of um, like we kind of there's missing pieces and we fill those missing pieces with our own, with our own personalities, our own life experiences and sort of come away with it with each of us comes away with a very different thing, which I think is great, but, but there's like a difference to it. Like I think with a movie like the fountain, you're right. You can sort of plug in your own beliefs, your own experiences and form an opinion of what the movie might've represented versus something. And I, sorry, I have to keep bringing this to, uh, uh, to Christopher Nolan movies. Like, <laughs> I think the fountain is profound in that regard, whereas Christopher Nolan just goes, ooh, the little thing is spinning at the end. Is it a dream or isn't it? Ooh, like that's bullshit. That to me is bullshit because that doesn't – you don't go into that and, and, and start thinking about it like, like, ooh, I think this happened or I think this happened or like based on, again, my own personality. You're just, you're just looking for specific little hints and details that he put in the movie and basing it off that. The Fountain, I think, is a much more personal film, whereas, again, like something like Inception, I, I, uh, no, I, I think it's just like he didn't he didn't know how to end it. So he just left an open ending to it. And that was it. it it's like, you know what is here? Let, let me give you a better example. Um, this is one of the reasons I absolutely hated. There's a movie that everybody. Well, most people love that. I, I, I despise deeply. Um, have you ever seen Lost in Translation? No, I have not. Okay, so I I absolutely despise that movie. I I think I it's made by Sophie Coppola, who again my personal opinion is that she sucks. But um, Lost in Translation is a movie that was very loved. All the like the hipsters love it. It's one of those like oh it's so artsy and deep. It, it's none of those things. But there's um I, I'm sorry I'm gonna kind of spoil it for you a little bit, but not really. At the very end, there's a there's a last scene where the two main uh, characters in the movie part ways and one of them, uh, Bill Murray specifically, whispers something into her ear and it's supposed to sort of like signify their relationship in the entire movie. But you don't know what he whispers into her ear. She just kind of looks at him like understandingly and he walks away. And people were like, oh my God, that's so brilliant. No, it's not. It's not brilliant. The director had no idea how to end this movie. She had no idea what the point of this entire movie is. So she totally copped out and made this stupid scene where he just whispers something and nobody knows what it is. And they're supposed to sort of like make their own reality out of it. That is bullshit. That is a director having nothing to say versus with the fountain. I think he had a lot to say, but he sort of said. Because we're dealing with something like life, death, religion. Um, and a lot of other topics, it makes sense for people to sort of inject their own beliefs and experiences into it. I don't know. I think that's exactly what the uh, director of uh, Lost in Translation was trying to do. Are you sure that maybe you just don't exactly understand that? Maybe something got lost in translation? What? What? You're so... Yeah, yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Keep going. Keep going. Oh, my God. Drink. Oh, drinking out of the bottle was a bad idea. 
Oh my god. My soul is on fire. <laughs> I, I thought that whole thing was a big setup for that. Come on. I mean, how, how could I not go, go you know? <sighs> okay, so anyway, I miss Kevin. I miss Kevin so much. <laughs> um, anyway, so, but I am glad you saw it. And I, again, I will, I just want to say that I do think you should watch a couple of YouTube videos, read a couple of quick things about it. I, I really think it'll, it'll, uh, it'll change your opinion of it. Um, I don't have a bad opinion of it. I, no, 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 that's it, a, like, you, you can, you can read all those things and go, okay, fine. Yeah, I, I get it. It's this and this and okay, fine. But it's still a stupid fucking movie. That's perfectly acceptable. Just not know. to me. I, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, it was a fine movie. It was sad. It was depressing. It was pretty visually, um, you know, interesting thought experiment kind of thing. I just feel that whenever you it, see it a foul, you touch yourself. Uh, I just, I can't, it's just, uh, I mean, yes. I mean, yeah, you throw <laughs> money into it or you touch yourself. Either way, there's only two ways to go. But, but, uh, well, anyway, but, but I'm glad you saw it. And I, and I do thank you for your honest, for your, uh, for your honest opinion on it. Um, I have, I have more movie recommendations afterwards. I, I, I yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, <clears throat> it, it is also, it's by okay. Way, nothing, I, nothing can be worse than, uh, a movie recommendation from Jeff, my friend Jeff. I think it was the shit. It was a Johnny Depp movie. It was the ninth. Was it the ninth gate? The ninth or... gate. Oh no. Oh yeah, no. yeah. The, the the one where he's a book. No, you know? no, no, no. That's not why I'm saying oh no. Because I hate to agree with Jeff. I love the ninth gate. <laughs> No, oh my god, that movie was so bad. I absolutely fucking love that movie. Oh I'm my sorry. god, I'm sorry. I have to yeah. friend divorce both of you. I have to side with Jeff. The Ninth Gate was incredible. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I've got the wrong name then. Uh, John I, Depp. Yeah, no, no, I know, no, I know what you're Book he's Antiquity. Yes, yeah. yes, yep, yep, and he fucks the no. devil. And, yep. No, oh, yeah, that I was spo- so I, bad. I just spoiled it. Was it was so bad. Amazing well, movie. My, my wife and I watched that because he recommended it and was was like, oh my god, it's so great, it's so great. And he's recommended other things that were, were good and entertaining, but I guess this was coming from his artsy side, and, and we both watched it and we were like, I think, okay. it's a Ro- I think it's a Roman Polanski movie, by the way. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, and I mean, who better to make movies than uh, a sex criminal? <laughs> no, it was just like so. Like there are some things like so bad. Like when the the devil is like jumps down and like floats down the stairs and off the the balcony on the second floor and like no well, one pays attention. Well, come on. I mean, yeah, if you're focusing on those little details, but I mean, there was something. Yeah, no, again, little I have, details like, oh my god, this is. But come on, yeah, it was yeah. so great how she's his guardian angel, but his guardian angel is fucking Satan. I mean, come on, that was so great. So so bad. Uh, like everyone is like, we're like we 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 deal with these priceless artifact books, and hold on, wait, wait, let me light a cigarette right above it, and I'm smoking <laughs> yeah, over this yeah. book. That's a priceless artifact. 
and like it was called out by one person and, and no no gone. no do you but there's a reason for ah no there's a reason for that it's because it's all bullshit that's the whole point these things aren't worth shit that's the whole that's kind of the point the value in these books the value of the, what what they were collecting them is that that was that was the i, I don't i don't know if I mean, I don't think ironic is the right word to use in this case, but that's the whole point. First of all, the va- yeah, the value in these books wasn't in what most people would like. Okay, like I guess most collectors would uh, would would place on these things. Like it was kind of calling out the bullshit of this whole thing that the people who collect these things do it for completely different reasons, and they do it for not because reasons because oh, it's the first publication of Don Quixote. Oh my God, like they, like no, like he literally like. Yeah, he was really careless with all these like first editions, but there was a reason for that. So um, I'm not going to say the movie doesn't have its problems. All movies have their problems. But yeah, I'm sorry. I got to I got to take Jeff's side on this as much as I hate to. And, you know, you know, this pains me more than anything. But he's right. And you can tell him I said that the the ninth gate, you, you, you can literally say, like, I watched my friend Mike shit himself. As he agreed with you and said that the Night Gate is an incredible movie, and <laughs> I had similar things. I have I have recommended it to people. I have sat with people and watched it, and they would just turn around after the movie and were just like, "What the fuck is wrong with you?" I am never ever 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 listening to a single one of your recommendations, and that has only happened. Um, I've only had a uh, response this strong from two movies. Uh, the Night Gate is one of them. And the fountain is the other? No, the fountain. Actually, most people that ever come to the fountain have come back to me and said, holy crap, I can't believe I've never heard this movie. This this is absolutely incredible. No, there's a movie from the same director. I have to look it up real quick because I'm 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 two glasses into this 99 uh, root beer. It's from the same guy that made um, Donnie Darko, uh, Southland Tales. I'm, I'm gonna okay. I'm, I I I can see you, your eyes blazing over. Let me just tell you that there's a movie called Southland Tales. It has The Rock in it. It is one of the first movies with the yeah yeah. And he's actually not an action hero in it. it it's got um, uh, what's his name? Sean William Scott, the guy who plays yeah. Stifler. Stifler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got an incredible cast. It's got Justin Timberlake in it. It's got The Rock in it. It's got. Kevin Smith in it. It's got um, a couple of people from SNL in it. It's got John Lovitz in it. Um, it's directed by the same guy that made uh, Donnie Darko. Uh, have you seen Donnie Darko? I don't think I have. If I if I did, I don't remember it. The thing with the with the bunny, the time travel thing with Jake Gyllenhaal, Donnie Darko. The thing with the bunny, the time travel thing with Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I okay. know that that they okay. just okay. just like two days ago made weed illegal <laughs> in New York, but I, I haven't stocked up on it yet. I feel like I need to. The the it's it's the side effects of the vaccine. What are you gonna do? Look, okay. just 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 do me a favor. I I know this is gonna take you some time, but please please for the love of God, I need you to watch two movies. The first one is Donnie Darko. That movie is beloved and um considered to be uh a piece of art it's it, it really is like it really is brilliant and then after and <sighs> after donnie darko he made um I, I think the next movie he made was southland tales and they actually share a very similar uh dna between the two of them i think southland tales is in 
arguably one of the most brilliant movies ever made. Every single person I have suggested it to or I have watched it with has hated it. Just fucking outright despised it, cursed me out, told me to go fuck myself, told me it was one and of the worst things they've ever seen. This makes me want to watch it. Why? Because I am dying to hear what you think of it. I think you you're either gonna you're either gonna come to this movie or you're going to fucking hate it. I can't tell, but it is. Oh, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it too. Uh huh. But 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 here's the thing: Southland Tales. I can totally understand if you if you love or hate. By the way, there is no gray area. You either love it or you hate it. There absolutely is nothing in between. Donnie Darko is legitimately a movie that you you should absolutely see. That really is a work of art. It has to do you, you love it. It has to do with time travel and a bunch of other things. It's it it also is a little bit kind of like it's somewhat opens up open up to interpretation, but not really. Like it sort of kind of answers and explains what happened. There's a little bit of a there's some leeway there, but for the most part it sort of makes it clear. Like it, it it's a it's a loop. And, and uh-huh. it doesn't spoil and it doesn't spoil anything. Like it, that you kind of understand it from the very beginning. Um, again, it's dealing with time travel, so of course there's going to be like a few, quite sure. a few. Like what? That doesn't make any sense. But overall, right. like it's yeah, it's it's really good. And you'll see if you read if you if you look up Donnie Darko, you'll see a lot of like things praising it because at uh-huh. the time it was it was it was one of those again no pun intended but like ahead of its time movies. Sure. And it's got and it's got Jake Gyllenhaal in it, man. Come on. So, um, my one question for you is, um, before I watch Southwind Tales, um, should I warn you that I'm never going to speak to you again, or should I, you know, I, you just wonder where I disappeared to one day? I actually want to do this. I want to watch Southland Tales with you. So even if we have to do it remote, I want to watch it with you. Even if it means like you'll see it like way later, like if we actually never see each other in person, I, I don't watch it without me. Just please do not watch it without me. Okay. I, I want to watch like as you sort of like slowly walk to the kitchen and find the biggest knife you can and slowly start to like, you know, sharpen Work it with like a stone. my arm. Yeah, just sort of like, you know, practice the stabbing motion. Oh, Okay. So yeah. it's not going to be so bad that I'll want to end my own life. I'll just want to end yours for suggesting it. I so we or will this be a murder suicide kind of thing? Okay, so I want to <laughs> I want I want you to picture the scenario because this actually happened. So we had uh, years ago when I lived in Philadelphia, <laughs> we had a, a a few friends and I um, had uh, this Thursday movie night, and every Thursday. I might be getting the day of the week wrong, but the point is every every whatever Thursday, whatever day it was, uh, one person was allowed. No, two people were allowed to bring a movie recommendation, and we would watch both movies. Uh, when it was my turn, I brought Southland Tales, and I mean, picture a room of about I don't know, maybe about nine people. Okay, um, so the movie ends. Hold, hold right on one second. Yes. Um, why wasn't I ever invited to these movie nights? So picture a room of of nine people. <laughs> not I'm sorry, let me go. Not picture, ten, picture, but nine. Picture, picture a room of nine people, nine friends that I like. And no, actually this was before I I uh I met oh, you. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 
This is the same excuse I give my wife all the time. You did what? No, 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 no. This is before we met. I swear to God. No, no, no. Also, come on, man. Orgy is a word that gets thrown around way too much. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, th- actually, this was before uh, you and I knew each other. Yeah. So again, picture a room of like nine people. The movie ends. The credits start rolling. I would say six people are passed out from boredom. They literally fell asleep. Because of this fucking movie. The other ones slowly turn, look at me and go, what the fuck made you think that anybody would enjoy this goddamn movie? And I'm just sitting there going, I don't know what you're talking about. I think it gets better and better every time I see it. <laughs> like, Keep keep making me like, oh my gosh, I want to watch this movie. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, it's, I'm, it's. If you if you look at any kind of movie review site, it was destroyed by critics. Critics were just like, this movie proves that uh, because, again, everybody loved Donnie Darko. They all said, like, this movie proves that Donnie Darko was just like uh, a fluke. Like he accidentally made one brilliant movie and he there's no way he could recreate it because uh, there is a few repeating uh, themes from Donnie Darko. Like there's also like this sort of time travel thing a little bit. Um, but like yeah. what? Only fifteen minutes at a time? <laughs> no, it's I I can't explain it. I I really can't. Oh, okay. But but Southland Tales is one of those movies that again I don't even know how long it is, how old it is at this point. I think it's it's at least it's got to be at least fifteen years old, if not more, at this point. It is one of those movies that I absolutely recommend to everybody, and I to this day I will say you will just approach it cautiously. You will either love it or absolutely hated there's absolutely no in between just no I, I have a feeling that at the at the very least after watching this movie i will come out feeling that you know what maybe kidney stones are just a little bit not as bad as i thought they were yeah i can see you driving to my house and shoving rocks, sho- wow, shoving rocks up my urethra, <laughs> like so I can feel that, like in reverse. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, no, no, yeah, no. Uh, there's a couple of things in it that are not really good. There's a couple of jokes that aren't going to make sense because they were sort of topical at the time, but not really. I do, I do think you should definitely watch the trailer for it after this, just to kind of get a feel for it. Although the trailer really won't give you even remotely a fair representation of the of the movie. Anyway. I'm just gonna leave it at that. That took okay. way lo- that took way longer than I than I anticipated it to, to take. So I'm sorry, but please definitely watch Donnie Darker. You don't have to watch Donnie Darker with me. Just watch it yourself. That really okay. is one of those like must see movies. Um, but anyway, um, is there anything else you'd like to say about the fountain before we move on to something else, or um, move on safely? Okay, can can I be completely honest with you? Um, which I haven't already. I assume that at some point you were going to be you were going to say like oh did you did you like do some research or or reading on Sebulba and my response to that would have been sure I saw Star Wars episode 1 Oh my god and like you know it would have been totally good rim shot there Fucking it. Keep, just I don't know. Keep drinking, man. Keep drinking. This is exactly why you weren't invited to movie night. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
so um, actually, you know what? This all of this talk makes a perfect segue into something that you only mentioned to me today that I actually, believe it or not, am dying to hear more about. You bought a board game called Anachrony? An Anachrony? Anachrony? Am I pronouncing that uh, right? Anachrony, yeah. Okay, so uh, I know anachronism. Anachronism. Anachronism or anachrony? I thought it was anachronism. I don't hey. know. Let me check. I'd I'd like to I'd like to represent the product accurately in case the creators of this amazing board game are listening to the podcast and go, you know what? We should buy those guys a mattress. Anachrony. Sorry, <laughs> Anach you are correct. Anachrony. Huh. That's right. The guy who didn't buy the game knows the name. Anyway, so uh, we've covered board games before on this podcast, and I actually want to touch on another one later on, but um, Anachrony is a new one that I've never heard about that you just purchased today that sounds really awesome. Like, it really, does. really awesome. Like, I've never heard of this, and uh, I watched a couple of really quick sort of videos about it, and both videos uh, stressed that that everyone should add this board game to this collection immediately. Yeah, so, and it's heavy as fuck. Yeah, it's apparently. huge. Yeah, that, well, that, that's the thing they said in the review, that it's a huge game. It takes up a, a large chunk of your um, life. But uh, do, I, I'm, you haven't played it yet, but do you have any thoughts on it? No, yet? I've had it eight hours, so not even. It no, looks so hours. good. It does, it does. Um, it, it's it's the kind of game that I really enjoy. It seems along the lines of games like uh, Teo Tehuacan and um, Trismegistus, just like super heavy euros that uh, like there's so much shit that you can do. Sorry, and you, so many... wait, wait, sorry, Euro, sorry, super heavy euros. I don't know. What that yeah, means. Uh, Euro game. It's. It's like, um, I, I don't know. It's just like a Euro game where is kind of where there's, it's just like in-depth. There's lots of different things that you can do. It's, uh, you can go in like 18 different directions. Do you want to, um, uh, I, I don't know the, the best way to describe it. I had a little bit too much to drink. but um, Okay, well, let's simplify it. Is there any other game yeah. that you can sort of compare it to? Let's put it this way. Yeah, even the if it, two even that if I just time. said. <laughs> well, I've also been drinking, so yes. sorry. So, no, like, so there's there's a game called um, Teo Tehuacan, which is like, um, you know, going back to actually the, the fountain, it's like, um, Aztec pyramid building kind of stuff. Um, but there's uh, like lots of different paths for you to go um, in the game. It's it's not like so like uh, uh, I guess. So there's so there's an interesting this, element that you brought up. You said that it, it's a game where you can sort of borrow sorry borrow resources from the future. Yeah, it it so the 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 theme of the game is it's like dystopian future and you have to, it's a worker placement game you have to go out and uh you're trying to get resources I think to to basically keep um you know your civilization afloat um but there's actual like again <laughs> common theme there's tra time travel involved in it um so well, 
you can and and again i haven't played the game yet so i only know this from the the reviews and the playthroughs that i've watched but like you can say like you need resources you can request them from your future self and you that's, can get that's them such a, that's such an original concept by the way i've never yeah. heard this in any other game that sounds incredibly it's, creative like it it really does so you can request resources from your future self and at, in a future turn you have to actually pay those back so you're like wow if i only had you know two more units of water now i could do these things that means at a later turn you'll have two units less of water but <clears throat> maybe that bump that you got at the beginning um you know caused you to earn three or four units so like later on mm -hmm. but also the more you request from your future self you start it's fucking up time so you're creating time anomalies which can hurt you also so you have to you really have to be um you know it's not like you're just like oh i'll like get all this shit and i'll i'll like max myself out at the beginning of the game and i'll you know i'll kick ass because you're going to have to face other consequences also so it, it seems really cool how did this game when did this game come out i think several years ago how did um, it fly under the radar because it, again it I sounds like a very original concept well it's it's a really heavy game so you have to yeah but like to... gloomhaven is a really heavy game but that is incredibly popular yeah um gloomhaven is Yes, it's heavy, but it's heavy in like a very narrow range. I think, I, yeah, I don't know. Um, like, so just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it's in, in, if you're not, I, I don't honestly don't know how it flew under the radar. Um, but yeah, I, I think they just released like an updated edition of it because, oh, or, you know, maybe package some stuff together. Uh, when I was in, I went to the uh, the game shop today, and uh, that was right on the new release wall. It was like the the not oh what did they call it? Oh, I don't even know if I if I have that. It was like the expanded edition or or something something with an e i don't know but i was like oh this looks good and and i watched a quick review on it and i was like oh my god this is right up my alley uh so i picked it up so the now question just, is when is when is when are you going to be able to play it so we can get her an actual review of it i don't know i don't know so Unac unacceptable can uh, you can you can you possibly uh hopefully within ask, the next ask your months. ask your future self to send a review back uh yeah which means your future self has to play the game. Could that could that happen? Did, did you watch the 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 review that I sent you? The uh... I watched. I so I watched a few. Uh, there's a thing. I watched a few minutes of it and then I couldn't take it anymore. And so I watched a different review and then I couldn't take that anymore. But hmm. they were very similar <laughs> again in the regard that both of them said. And then there was actually another one, a quick one, that and all of them are like, "This is a must buy." Like they all said. This is if you 
enjoy like these kind of giant as you said heavy board games mm-hmm. this is an absolute like must have like this is a no-brainer you have to buy this yeah i think some of these reviews are a little depressing that's why i stopped watching them the one that i sent you i thought was pretty amusing yeah he's yeah he was good he was he was good he he, he kind of you know he made me a little sad <laughs> but yeah he wasn't <laughs> flying through space in a, a space bubble with a a dying tree so it wasn't it wasn't artsy enough for you yeah i don't think that guy is i don't think that guy will ever have to worry about saving the woman he loves <laughs> all right that's really me i'm sorry anyway but yeah no it does seem like a really cool game so i please definitely let me know when you play it because I, I i absolutely will i i have no reason to buy this game because i have no one to play it with so i look forward to maybe playing it with you someday but um it does in the brief um time that i spent watching the reviews of it it did look pretty epic and i am again surprised that it's one of those things that flew under the radar it looks like it should have been a lot bigger than it is yeah i i totally agree with that okay all right well that's great so the 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 game that i by the way i mentioned at the beginning that i said i i wanted to kind of like mention uh is the game that we've actually been playing uh i wanted to quickly touch on scythe Uh it's a game that you and i and kevin have played with a few rounds and you know, now that I've, again, kind of had time to sort of process it and think about it a little more, I gotta say, I'm actually pretty disappointed. I had a lot of hopes for Scythe. I had a lot of, like, I, I thought Scythe would be um, something that I would want to keep playing and playing for a very long time to come, and I would, we've played, what, maybe half, maybe a dozen games or so of Scythe at this Probably point? Probably six or seven. Yeah, and I'm completely over it. I, I, yeah, not I, I. No, I have to disagree with the reviews. I, I think Scythe is actually not that great of a game, and ultimately pretty disappointing overall. It, 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 it left me thinking. It left me feeling like it's not really. How should I put this? It feels like you've got. So we played it with three people, and sometimes we played it with three people plus a bot because we played it on on. Uh, we played the digital version. It left me feeling like. We're all basically playing a game of solitaire, and then at the very end, we sort of show a bunch of our cards, and we add them up, and then somebody gets a higher score, and that person wins. It never felt like a game you're playing with or against other players. It felt like a game you're sort of playing by yourself, and then you all sort of saying, look this, look over here. This is what I did. It's worth X amount of points. Oh, you did a thing over here, and it's worth Y amount of points. And that guy, uh, usually Kevin uh did something and it's worth about three points so it 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 never felt like you're playing against other people it just felt like so i I don't know it's very disjointed i totally agree and i totally disagree with you um yeah i know i know so i i totally agree but i don't think that's a fault of the game itself i think that's a fault of the medium because i never looked at what you guys were doing either um wait 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 but hold on a second but if you oh, oh no actually i'm sorry no go ahead and finish because i don't okay that but go ahead but when you're actually sitting there at a table with 
three or four other people and you're actively watching people move their pieces around and do stuff is a very different experience as opposed to when you're playing it on steam and it's like oh i just got the bell that says that skippy finished his turn so let me look at it and oh, okay um he did some things uh, i don't really care this is what i was planning so i'm going to do it um so i feel like there's the the digital version while yes it, it at least lets you play the game with people um it's you're you know there's a degree or two of separation there maybe but i feel a little weird that you can actually so you said you didn't look at what we were doing think of any other game you've played and let me know if any game that you've played before puts you in that position. I, I've never played a game where I didn't feel that I need to give a shit about what other players are doing. And in most cases, in a lot of these games, all that happened is one or two of the final moves that the players made really sort of mattered in relation to um, other players. But for the rest of it, eh? It, it was, we were just kind of doing our own thing. And then one person would do would like attack another player maybe towards the end to get like an additional star to end the game. And that was kind of it. I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I have to say like, okay, so we played like, for example, civilization against each other mm-hmm. and a few times. And I think that civilization is, it's interesting in that respect because in the beginning you really are sort of doing your own thing. You're very isolated and you're building up your, your civilization, right. you're developing technology, you're deciding, hey, am I going to be a scientific um, civilization? Am I going to be, uh, war- am I going to be aggressive? Am I going to be religious? Uh, you know, some of the other tiers that, that exist. And then you run into the other civilizations, you're like, oh, whatever strategy I develop, I now have to adapt it or possibly change it or do something in order to react to these new civilizations that I've now come across, i.e. the other players. With Scythe, there I didn't feel that at all. I was like, all right, I've done these things up to this point. It takes way too many turns to change anything. It takes way too many turns to to change my strategy. So I kind of have to just kind of hang on and hope that whatever the fuck I did is going to give me more points than the other player. And that's it. I like I didn't I didn't I, Yeah, like, yes and no. I mean I, I feel like there could be ways to get around that and and I've seen some of these in play in the actual board game, but um and you know, like again that was with four people, no bots which you know, and I'm sure it makes some difference, but um, you know, like those those final few rounds when shit really starts happening, you might want to do stuff like I'm going to. So this is my opponent. He's in this territory. I feel like he might push forward to these other areas. I'm going to 
start dropping workers off in there so that if he does try to push through, at least he's going to lose popularity. And and like the whole game is kind of based on pop popularity. Don't know if Kevin got that. <laughs> because, I, I don't think, no, no, no. I don't think. And I wasn't going to mention it. I don't think you have to. I don't think Kevin understood that you have to earn points in this game. Yeah. Super. <laughs> so I, I, I honest to God, have no idea how it's even possible to get that few points in the game. <laughs> I, I don't even understand. I, I feel like he, I, like I said, like I feel like he's, he's just, he's just. He's just like just, just just sitting there and just giving points out to anybody that walks by randomly. And it's like, fuck this game. Here you go. What? You, like, you get a point. You get a point. You get a point. You get a point. Did I win? I lost again. No way. <laughs> but, you know, the like I've played games where like, um, you, you know, just just without proper border control and everything, uh, it, it makes a big difference. So that being said, uh, yeah, you can play the game with, um, you know, uh, limited player interaction, but th- that's the way a lot of games are, actually. A, a lot of these things. Is, uh, um, there are... Never- I've never felt that. I mean, maybe, I mean, you play way more board games than I do, yeah. so maybe I'm not the one to, to speak to this, but I've never played a game where I felt like the actions of my opponents have next to nothing to do with how I play or how the game turns out. So th- there are games where you're playing against an opponent and it's not so... Um, is not such like direct antagonistic. It's kind of like, you know, who can create the best engine and, and stuff like that. Something like terraforming Mars. There are aspects where you can hurt, you know, in air quotes, hurt someone. Uh, you have animals on one of your cards. So, I have my carnivores and they take one of the tokens off your card and, and put it to mine. But for the most point, for the most part, you're trying to see who can create the best engine out of like everyone who's playing. So it's not a very adversarial game, but um, you know, you, you all have the same, resources who can make the best engine uh you know who can score the most points out of you know what you're given yeah so. but terraforming mars i think it succeeds better than that because you you're correct you are building uh engines whereas in scythe proximity actually also matters so for example when we picked our factions it just happened to be there was i think two games where it randomly assigned me a faction where you and Kevin were literally right next to each other, and I was all the way up up there by my own, away from both of you, and I could just freely do whatever the fuck I wanted because yeah. you guys were right next to each other. So you were at least somewhat going, okay, you know, Kevin might attack me here, and this is an important tile, so I have to really protect this tile, so let me put, like, another mech here. Whereas I was just literally doing anything the fuck I wanted and the game ended, and I won by, like, 30 points. I was like, well, yeah, I was by myself, and nobody gave a shit. Like, of course. How could yeah. that possibly have gone any other way? 
I agree with that. That's, that's that game has specific uh, starting points for each faction, and if you pick the wrong or the right two factions, you're right next to each other. So, yeah, I think that should. There are games that will spread out all the players based on the number of players. So if you're, you know, you're playing with two people, you're on opposite ends of the the game. You know, if you're playing with three people, you're you're spread out properly, not. Yeah. You know, just two people going to be on top of each other, and, and yeah, one person out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, I, I agree. I, that's that's yeah. the shortcoming of the game. Well, that's so that's so that's the numerous imbalances that I find in it. So first of all, like yes, if, for example, if if I see that you, it, okay, so we picked uh, factions randomly, but if for example, if we did go with the option where you're allowed to where you are allowed to pick factions, then I could let's say the the person that picks the faction last could go, oh, they picked this one and that one. I'm just going to pick one that's all the way over there, and I pretty much have an advantage because it's going to be like two-thirds of a game before anybody even can make it all the way up right. to me. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I And I also point out the fact that I, I still believe that the person that goes uh, uh, first in the round ha- has an advantage. I, I understand Kevin disagrees with me. You might disagree with me. I, I stand by that. I think that the fact that the, the, whoever – that the person that goes last in any given round is at a complete disadvantage to this whole thing, and I, I have not I have not seen anything that counters that to, to this point. Well, if you, Kevin if, if did you can, go first once. Again, Kevin is a bad example <laughs> of this. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't if think you, I. If you want to play a good adversarial game, and and. One of the problems is this is you're only going to play it on like tabletop simulator because there's not a digital version of it, um, you know, or pull your ass up here. Um, Barrage is a really, it, it's a great game. It's like an engine building game, like worker placement. You're making your own shit, but like it's pretty cutthroat too wait is um, that the game that you you were talking about where you build like water factories or something yeah you build dams yeah yeah that looks yeah that looks like, awesome. yeah yeah that yeah. looks pretty awesome yeah i i actually and, i legitimately really want to play that game that looked yeah. really great yeah. and it's like i you know you, you friendships will be lost over that game because it's totally like uh you you're you're building all your shit here i'm gonna cut you off ahead of that and and go around it or i'm just gonna siphon off all the hard work that you've done and it's it's a it's a brutal game it's it's amazing I, it's i still great. say yeah i mean i have to play this game obviously before i make it but i still say to this game one of them oh, i'm sorry to this day one of the most successful games that does that really well is still munchkins i i think you introduced oh. me to munchkins yeah uh, right yeah i oh my i cannot thank you enough so i i <laughs> <laughs> absolutely one of the best fucking games ever made munchkins is it's simple it's it's it, it's brilliant if, if 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 you have not played munchkins you absolutely have to play it. it in the same way you say like it'll end friendships munchkins will end friendships but it does it in such a hilarious and entertaining way where you hate the other players but you're you can't absolutely fault them for it. yeah and you're absolutely <laughs> like laughing and smiling about this entire fucking thing absolutely one of the most brilliant games ever made 
So, all right. So at some point, yes, I, I definitely will play that. And, um, but yeah, I mean, that's just where I stand. I, I think at this point, like I'm done with Scythe. It was, it was a fun few games. It was a fun experiment, but I, I found the game to be, uh, overall very disappointing. And I have to say the reviews for it are way off base. I don't think that the people that reviewed it really played it enough to make a, a uh, kind of like a, to form a fair opinion of it. It seemed like they maybe played one or two rounds and were like, yeah, it's kind of fun. Because that's the thing. Like, I played it the first two times and I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. But after about a dozen games, I was I, I have no desire to play it ever again. I, I think it's an incredibly uh, – it's a very um, – it's a very unbalanced game and I think it has a lot of problems. Yeah, I, and, and again, I, I think maybe those reviews were actual cardboard reviews. Um uh, I, I really do feel like that's it's a very different experience. Um, that was but, the chair. Uh, I, swear, that, that, I swear that was the chair. Sure, <laughs> I believe it. Wink. So, uh, but uh, yeah, no, I I can understand what, what you're. I can absolutely understand what you're saying. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I mean that's it. But um, so speaking of of, of games uh, that I think are actually really good, I'm gonna kind of shift uh, things over here a little bit into the digital world, if you don't mind, for a second. Hello. <laughs> you totally froze. What the fuck? Frozen. Hello. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you said I'm going to switch into the digital world for a second, and then you totally froze. Oh well, that that was me. That was me switching into the digital world. It was, it was yeah. a glitch in in the uh, in, in the simulation that we all live yeah. in. Oh, cool! Time to update my Twitter profile. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, I mean, come on, are we still gonna really come on? One ship runs aground and the entire world is in, is is fucking upside down. Come on. This would never happen in in real life. Come on, it's one goddamn ship. Anyway, I I want to sort of just say I think I've 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 uh, praised this enough, but I am so angry at myself for missing this game or not missing, but not giving this game the time when it first came out. And I've been talking to you about it so many times. I mean, so often that I, I I'm sure you're tired of it. Don't starve. Uh-huh. Fucking go play it. Oh my god, fucking go play this game. It is a phenomenal goddamn game. Absolutely one of the best games ever released and definitely i i can't say flew under the radar because it is pretty popular it's not like uh i don't think it's a like it's far from a mainstream title and if you obviously mention it to a, a just like a random person on the street they'll have no idea what you're talking about it's one of those like resource management survival games that is absolutely a must play like from like just the style of it the the humor in it the uh again like you like engine building, right? Like this is an engine building game. This is this is an engine building game. You are literally you're you're making a little thing over here, and then you're using that thing to build a, a much more advanced thing over here, and then eventually you're building all these automated systems that are helping you survive. Whether it's the way you make food, uh, create the ingredients you need to make food, uh, the way you collect resources in order to make survival materials, and uh, pieces of armor and clothing and all this stuff like it just completely it it just grows and grows and grows and you can make it into whatever game you want if you have not played it i just j- j- just get it it is it, it is phenomenal cool it is incredibly it is, it is incredibly difficult it is a very very punishing game and it is a game that you can play 
you can yeah uh, sorry just really quick it's a game where like it's basically you survive for a number of days right so the whole point is like you just keep going and at some point people have gotten this where they're surviving uh like each day is like a few minutes long in this game and there's people that have survived for years and years among this game but it's stand it you have to mention the fact that you can survive for years in this game and you can die once and you lose everything absolutely everything and start from scratch it is a punishing punishing fucking game which that's the one part that kind of gets me and and like there are plenty of times where i've been in the middle of the game and like i have to put down the game for some reason you know like my fucking dog is is climbing on my lap or something like that and if i were to lose well you can pause it yeah but I mean, God forbid something happens and and you lose, you you die and you lose all your work. I've always had a problem with those games. Yeah, but keep in mind, when you get far enough in the game... So first of all, okay, so there's these little things. There's these, like, altars you can find. uh, Touchstones or something, I think they're called. So if you activate them, that gives you, like, an extra life. So what happens Mm -hmm. is if you you die, um, you're reborn at these things... And all you lose is whatever items you are carrying. But everything in your bases, all the buildings you've built, all the extra stuff you build, that all remains. You just mm-hmm. lose whatever you just lose whatever you're carrying, which hurts, but not like that's again, not huge. Get, yeah, yeah. When you get far enough, like the stuff you're carrying is really way less important. There's only a few of them, and it the world because every world that you spawn in uh, is um, uh, randomly generated they you you can have one of them you can have like three of them you can have you know there's not a whole lot of them there's also by the way there's also a new version of this game called um don't starve together where you play with other players i think there if you die you become a ghost and you can actually be brought back to life so like as long as somebody somebody's alive in your world they can keep the world going and they can they'll eventually you can be brought back into the game i think i'm not sure because i haven't played that game i'm Mm -hmm. I'm playing the, the solo version but but there is something really I, I can't explain it. It's one of those games where, like, yes, you can be alive for months and months in this game and lose everything and still not be really mad about it. I because, feel like I would. No, <laughs> there's so there's a very different approach that you can take in every game, and because, <clears throat> excuse me, and because every world is randomly generated, you're gonna come across very different things when you're first starting out. So you're your progression at the very beginning where dying is very easy is going to be different in every single game. So it really is a different experience every game. You're not like, you're not going to go, oh, fuck, I have to go back to building this and I have to do this again, I have to do this again. That doesn't happen because you're almost, there's a few things, necessities that you kind of have to do either way. But because uh-huh. there's different because there's different seasons and you can start in the middle of different seasons, there really is a different approach to every game. Like you are going to take, you are going to be very different. And and by the way, because you learn, because you carry over that quote unquote knowledge and experience from game to game, you are going to basically take a different, you are going to play this game differently and you're going to get through certain things a lot faster. You're not going to waste time. Like, like, like there's a day and night cycle, right? And a lot of players in the beginning are like, are huddled around this little campfire at night thinking that this is you have to stay there because if you wander into the dark something is going to kill you but then you realize when you by your second or third playthrough 
you're you're not staying put at all. You're running around the map at night collecting resources and doing other things because you figure out that there's a way to do that. So the game changes and evolves, and your the way you play it changes and evolves as you go. So you're gonna get through that that first that initial buildup very quickly and after a couple of places. Sure. Yes, that's right. It's a, a roguelike because it is, it is. because it you is. learn something. So every game in existence is a roguelike. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I see what you're saying. Yes, because yeah. real real world knowledge does not count as things you bring to the game. You do earn things as you go. You unlock other characters, and other characters have abilities which you can uh. then put towards. Like for example, there's a character I don't remember her name. It's a it's a it's a girl that you can unlock. And if you play as her, one of the things you can do is you can find this flower, and it unlocks her dead sister, which comes in as a ghost, and that ghost fights for you. So that makes combat a lot easier in the beginning, for example. So you, you can there's certain things that you have to be very careful about if you play as some of the other characters that can kill you. You can be a lot more aggressive and charge mm. into certain like uh, like uh, into um, uh, places where you have a lot of spiders and a lot of other people, uh, a lot of other enemies, and collect resources as you go along a lot faster. And there's other every player you unlock has different strengths and weaknesses, and that changes the game as well. So yes, sure. it is kind of it is kind of a roguelike in that respect. Gotcha. Anyway, don't starve. <laughs> that's, that's all I gotta say about that. I have half pizza in in the in the fridge. I'm not gonna starve. So be careful there. Think about how you're gonna make your way down there, and you know. And if you don't make it, maybe maybe tomorrow you can try a different way. <laughs> you would have got some else. <laughs> Instead of walking down the left side of the stairs, I'll walk down on the right side of the stairs. Yeah. And then the day after, you slide down the banister and you there you go. You hit your balls at the bottom on the thing. Anyway, no, I I don't have a knob at the end. I'll, I'll just I whoa whoa whoa. I'm not I'm not judging. It's fine. I'm sure I'm sure your knob is big enough. No one's <laughs> no one's gonna hold it against you except possibly your wife. So. Anyway, that's all I really wanted to cover in this. I mean, we had a few more things, but I, I, I think we've covered enough. Is there anything else you kind of wanted to, to cover in this? I, 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 I was it's hoping it would be a mini episode. Mini episode? Well, it is a mini episode. It it's only episode. an hour and 20 minutes long. So. Oh, thank God. It's, yeah. I, every, time I, every time I have to sit down and edit these things, a minute, an hour 20? Oh, it's a godsend. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And there's only two of us. You won't have to adjust for Kevin's shitty microphone. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't have to. And he says, "What? Well, this is like a hundred dollar gaming headset. This is, should sound great." <laughs> I'm sitting at my twelve hundred dollar desk using a five hundred dollar headset. If you yeah. can't see or hear me, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> On my eighteen hundred dollar. Video card, dude. Dude, yeah. I mean the video card has nothing to do with this. I don't care. Yeah, I've I've got a I've got a two thousand dollar webcam, so you you figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, God, I hope he never hears this. Anyway, so is there anything? Is there anything? Yeah. Well, is there anything else you wanted to cover before we uh, we call it a night? Uh no, no. I think we could save everything else for uh, tomorrow night. Okay, good. What? I'm sorry. What now? All right, cool. Tomorrow night. Yeah, I I still have plenty of this left. You're right. This is strong. I should not have drank two two fucking full glasses of this. Oh my god. Oh I'm my gonna Lord. have to come visit again soon and bring that and the banana, right? I I 
I feel like there's a better way to phrase that, but yeah, sure. Why not? Did, did I bring you the banana? Did I give you some of the banana? Because <laughs> banana is no, really good. No, Dude, you did not give me your banana last time. I'm sorry. I, like I, you, no. you, you mixed the banana, the 99 banana, with some of the, the peanut butter screwball, and you Ooh. make like an Elvis I, I n- n- nothing of what you just said made sense, but I will say that that peanut butter screwball whiskey is phenomenal. That is, mm-hmm. oh my god, that is so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm the, I'm definitely gonna have uh, request more of that when uh when I get a chance. But anyway, okay, all right. So I think we can wrap it up here. Not bad for our first mini episode. Maybe we can yeah. make the next one a little more mini. <laughs> good luck with that. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, so because it's a mini episode, we're not going to leave people with a final thought. We're just going to we're just gonna end it. We're going to say thank you for listening, and we're going to try to do more of these because I think that these little sort of filler episodes – and I think we're going to have different ones. I think what's going to happen is we're going to have ones where, like, only one of us talks, and we're going to have some where none of us talk. <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work, but I'll figure it out, goddammit. That'll be good. Right, but please, Jerry, I beg you. Please, if I had to leave you with a with a closing thought, I would say please watch Donnie Darko, and I you know what here's the thing, Donnie Darko I'm gonna leave it up to you to find out how you're gonna watch. Um, I'll watch that. I'll I'll figure it out. But Southland Tales I will buy for you. I will rent for you. I will pay for it because okay. there's a because there is a good chance that you're gonna hate it, and I would feel terrible for making you pay for that movie. Okay, that, that's I'll I'll hold you to that. And um, when are we going to watch Party uh, Boss Level? Boss Level, I want to see it. It's getting frighteningly good reviews. So is, by the way, so is um, Nobody, that movie with um, Bob Odenkirk, the guy from. Oh uh, yeah, yeah uh, the um, uh, the John Wick. Yeah, Colossal. Yeah, it's getting phenomenal reviews. So I really well, can't. I, I think I, it was, I was gonna... made by the same people that did John yes, Wick. It, is I think it's the producers and the writers of John Wick, and goddamn, those people know how to make a good fucking movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh god. I I, I have a. You know, if ever there was a series of movies that I constantly have an itch to watch, it's John Wick movies. I want to see those movies all the fucking time. They're so fucking good. You you can't say no to that. If someone said, "Hey, let's watch John Wick," I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, at this point, you like you can't say no. I've I seen know. him a hundred times. Yeah, Thank I know you. I'm gonna. I know I'm gonna attract the anger of a lot of people. But at this point, if somebody comes up to me and goes, "Dude, do you want to watch the trilogy?" I'm gonna be like, "Fuck yeah, I want to watch the three John Wick movies." Yeah. And yeah, and <laughs> all, all the Star Wars and Lord of the Rings people are gonna pelt me with rocks. But no, no, I don't I'm care. gonna. I feel I like watching care. John Wick right now. <laughs> yeah, I might go. You know what? I haven't seen the second one in a while. I might go. I actually might see that tonight. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. You know, I have to see Final Boss first. I got to see that first. No, we yeah. have to watch that together, though. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So, um, anyway, um, Jerry, I want to thank you for making time for this special mini-sode, which is, as we're talking, <laughs> becoming a regular episode more and more. And So, um, so when you say it's not going to happen... Do you mean you're not going to watch it tonight or you're not going to watch it tonight with me? Okay, so I'm going to be completely honest. All right. And I feel like this is a sad way to end this episode, but I'm not going to watch it tonight. Because tonight I'm going to watch a movie with my wife. I'm going to you know, what? I'm going to I'm going to give you three guesses 
as to what you think that movie is going to be. And I, by the way, this isn't, it's not like it's my wife's idea. It's actually more of my, my idea. I just, I just decided that we, we just have to just get it over with and watch this movie and we have to do it together because we have to suffer through it together. This is a movie that came out this year. It's available in streaming and we're going to watch it together knowing fully well that we're, we're, we're setting ourselves up for tremendous failure. What would you say that movie might be? Uh, you know what? I'll make it even easier. It's a sequel. A sequel that came out this year? Available and streaming. Available and streaming only. And we're going to watch it tonight. I'm, Together. I'm having... Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm drawing a little bit of a blank here. Well, I'm going to leave you on that. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to let you figure it out. I'm going to let you and the people listening to this... Sorry, I'm going to let you and the person listening to this figure that out on your own. So that you, when you do figure it out, you go, oh, God, it's that, oh, fuck, they're watching that fucking movie, aren't they? Oh, that that poor, poor guy, that poor man and his even more poor wife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay. no, that's right. Yeah, so I'm going to, yeah, it'll take you a few minutes, but you'll figure it out. Wait, this year as in, like, 2021, it came out? Ah oh, shit! It might have come out. It's either it either came out in 2021 or right at the end of 2020. But I think it's no, no, it's 2021. It came out in 2021. Yeah, definitely 2021. So anyway, Jerry, I'm gonna bid you good night. Okay. I, and uh, I can see that you're already googling. So <laughs> no. once again, once again, I want to thank you and everyone listening to this. And um, we're gonna try to make more of these episodes, hopefully. And um, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Cool. Jerry, you want to say times. anything? Yeah, you want to? Uh, no, I have to to figure this out. Oh, my okay. God. Is it well, Fast you... and Furious 9? No, I oh, wish Oh, no, no, that's not out yet. That's, that's not, not out, out yet, yet, and I wish it was that. Anyway, we'll see, <laughs> we'll see you guys on the next one. See you <laughs> later. Bye. Take care. This has been a production of... It's just me!